Greetings, folks, and welcome to episode 29 of the Far Beyond Metal podcast. I'm your host and spirit guide on this metal journey, Daniel Cordova. In this episode, Doc Coyle of the band Bad Wolves, formerly of God Forbid, and the current host of the X-Man podcast, discusses his first band, and I recommend the band Here Knows When. In this episode, I also speak to Stephanie of the band Brutus. Brutus are a band from Belgium that are difficult to pigeonhole in a genre, and that's what I really, really like about them. The Dabble in Post Metal, Math Rock, Shoegaze, Hardcore, and an awful lot more. Their debut album, Burst, was released in 2017 and was my favorite heavy album of the year. They are a criminally underrated band, and they're absolutely worthy of your attention. Needless to say, I'm a big fan, and having Steffi on the show was a joy. So before we dive into my interview, here's some of March from Brutus. I should also know I was just getting over a cold at the time of this interview, and uh, actually this interview was postponed several times due to my illness, so I still have a lingering cough, so if that's annoying to you, I don't know, you suck and it's your problem. Anyway, here's some Brutus. Friends, so that's nice. Oh, nice. Oh, sorry to interrupt. I'll keep this fairly brief. Um, so, shall we dive in? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I will do my best to speak proper English because sometimes it's a bit difficult. So, if I say I'm, uh, if I don't hear you, it's because, yeah, I'm too slow. <laughs> ah, don't worry about it. Uh, so, okay. kind of some of the basic questions uh, to start us off. I, I read that Brutus started out as a uh, cover band of the band Refused. Um, what was the evolution going towards original material from where the band started? Yeah, so actually that's a bit of a misunderstanding. So um, because we didn't start out as a refused tribute band, but I learned I, I didn't know Peter until I um, was asked to drum in a tribute band for refused. And then I um, that's how I got to know him. But Stan, I met in another band. So actually, uh, we didn't start as a cover band. I keep reading that everywhere. That our our fact checker should really get yeah, on that. Yeah, it's I, one guy who. Yeah, there's one guy who thought it was like that, but it isn't like that. <laughs> so actually, like refused to the reunion, mm-hmm. but before that, like um, we Peter had the idea to play the album, and then we asked like no money <laughs> just to play after shows for punk kicks. Or like the we were the refused party program, um, and then when we were like playing six months, then refused to the reunion, and then we immediately just stopped playing because we didn't want to play like songs for a band that start were starting again. So the whole idea was ru- ruined. 
<laughs> that makes a lot of sense because I see a lot of uh, like tribute bands out in the world who are covering bands that are also touring, and I don't really yeah. get it. However, I saw a Prince one recently, and that was kind of cool because, I mean, no yeah. Prince anymore. Yeah, but um, I don't mind. There can be cover bands, but just the idea for the tribute band for Refused was because for me, is an example, I was way too young to see them live. And then a lot of friends of mine were also too young, so we were like having the idea just let's go play like after shows for punk gigs and then that people know all the lyrics for a band that they were too young to see. But then when they uh, did a reunion, we stopped. <laughs> Have you seen them on uh, since they've reunited? Yeah, we uh, we played their support in Antwerp like two years ago and they were like really nice and they're like, oh, me and Peter like hiding the fact that we were like a tribute band of them and then Stan told them and we're like, yeah, it was us. And they were like, that was you. We heard somebody in Belgium just started a tribute band. That's so crazy. No, like a so, uh, weird thing where they bring you on stage and force you to see if you remember a song or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I also read that at the early ages or early stages rather of Brutus, uh, some vocalists were tried out, but none of them quite panned out. Uh, what were you looking for, and why did you wind up as the, the vocalist? Uh, do you, yeah, actually, the, um, we started with the three of us, and then Peter and Stan were like, "Yeah, we're going to look for a vocalist," and that was the idea because I only wanted to drum. That's what I'm. That's my instrument, not singing. I never did it. And then just for fun, they they asked, like, sing along if you want. And then actually they never went looking for a singer. They just lied to me and then <laughs> told me after six months, yeah, like, we don't want another singer. Can you please <laughs> learn to sing? Because it's so it's so cool, the three of us. Let's don't, yeah, let's do it, the three of us. And they're, like, very patient with me because, yeah, I didn't know anything. So, yeah, just well, like that. What did you do to learn to sing? Like, what was your uh, just, method or technique? Did you I, just try? Yeah, I just did it. Like, we rehearsed two times a week, and in the beginning, it was like just small words, and then well, then I started singing and then um, just practicing because I never did it. Like, for me, it's weird to just sing without drumming if I have to do it or when people ask it because I don't feel occupied. Not that I'm the greatest singer. That's not what I'm trying to say. But it's a... I mean, I don't have something in my hands. It's so weird to just make noises out of my mouth. So that's weird, but I just did it. I think that's the best thing is when people ask, how do you do it? Like two things at the same time, you just have to practice. That's the only thing. Just do it. Oh, when you were recording the uh, the seven inches in the album, did you do it live so you could do both so you were comfortable or did you do vocals separate? No, we did it separately, but uh, sometimes when I drum, I do sing. But uh, we mute that uh, vocals because <laughs> it's, it's weird. <laughs> and they're like drums in it the whole time. But um, some, yeah, it depends. Sometimes when, like, when we recorded the album, I just drummed. And sometimes the feeling was, and then Peter was like, maybe you should sing and then drum like your drum parts. And then it went better because I was used to sing and drum different or something like that it was really weird. For some songs, I had to sing to play it good. That makes sense, because then you know how it's going to be live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, for now, we're just already trying to sing when we make new songs and not wait until the last moment. So that's already a difference. And then you can hear, is it good? Does it sound normal? And stuff like that. So, 
We learn. I've read uh, your sound described as a black rock band, a noise trio, and hardcore all in one article. Uh, when you were first forming the band, what did you imagine you would sound like? No idea. <laughs> it sounds so stupid because probably every band says it, but just we started and then we saw what we liked and we didn't like. So that's like, yeah, it came really natural, maybe just normal just start playing and then see where it went and then um, we somebody asked us to play the first show and then we just made a few songs of three minutes just to play and then that's how it started cool uh i also read that you just wrapped a the first batch of dates with steak number eight how was that tour uh, it was really really cool actually because they're really loud and heavy <laughs> we were like we don't know, are we going to fit? Like, what do the fans, are, what are the fans going to think if it's a good match? And actually, it was great every evening and it was sold out half of the time. Nice. So we were like, I didn't, not that I didn't have no expectations, that's not what I'm trying to say, but you don't, you don't have any idea because suddenly you're going to mix two genres. And it went really good, actually. And also, yeah, my boyfriend is the drummer of the band. So then I, I saw him more than I see him at home, so that was perfect. Nice. And I saw the, <laughs> I saw the tour was named uh, Steak uh, Number 8 versus Brutus. Uh, who, yeah. who would win in a game of basketball between the two bands? Hmm, I think, yeah, they have a tall guy and we have Peter, so I don't know. If Peter has a good day, maybe Peter. If <laughs> Brent smart, maybe Brent, I don't know. They're like, I think they're equal basketball players. They just are, have these ridiculously long arms. So I think, I don't know, I can't tell. <laughs> silly question, of course. Um, I, I read the band came up in a town called uh, Leuven. I could be pronouncing that incorrectly. <laughs> Leuven. Leuven, all right. Yeah. Leuven, uh, I also, which I read, described as a church town. What was the music scene like in this church town? In Leuven, you mean? Yes. Yeah, I have no idea <laughs> because um, I don't know. We I we lived in Leuven, but I if there I don't know if there is like really a scene. You have all these different bands because you used to have like when you went to Bruges, it was really a hardcore city. You know what I mean? You have like these cities who are related to a certain sound of types of bands, and in Leuven you have like singer singer songwriters and rock bands and metal bands so i don't know there's not like a specific scene it's actually a really weird town for to be in a band because um you have like a really big venue or like a really tiny venue but there's nothing in between and i, so, ma I imagine coming up in such a diverse town you had some weird show packages uh what was the weirdest like package you ever played with i think the weirdest but the best one was we played with the band goat if you know it, like I, the Swedish band. I don't know, Goat. Yeah, they're crazy. They're like, you have to check them out. They're really good. Um, it's like Desert Blues Band. Oh, cool. Yeah, we played in like a open theater thing. Um, and was a lot of people, actually, because it's a really big band and we could do the support. But it's <laughs> it was really a weird match. But yeah, the audience was really cool. It's like, you know, this show that you don't know what to get. And actually, it's really fun. So I just did a quick Google of them. Do they wear a bunch of masks? Or is this yeah. some other band? Oh, okay, cool. I will definitely check <laughs> yeah, these guys out. Yeah, but it's out. super good. Like, it's a really good band. Cool. 
I'm going to look at that when we're done. Uh, yeah. The your debut album was one of my favorite albums from last year. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, I think it's tremendous. And like when Sergeant House re released the thing that they were going to release it here in the states, I was like, oh, this has got to be good. Sergeant House has great <laughs> taste, and they're correct. Uh, what were you hoping to achieve with that album when you went in writing and recording? Mm, like I think the first step for a band is making a record you all like as a band. And then all the rest is extra. Like, it sounds so naive, but it is like it is. We went there, but then there was no Sergeant House. There was no label yet. Like, it was just the three of us. And our only expectation was um, make a good record. And then everything, like, all the rest that came, it's like, I can't. It's so weird because I follow, like, Sergeant House. I follow all the bands for, like, 15 years like when I was really young and um, I think Stan and I we already listened to these arms are snakes like when we were 15 and yeah all these crazy things happened and I yeah I don't want to think about it too much because then I just going to like pass out or something <laughs> it's so weird all these things that are happening I... so yeah I don't know I think every expectation that I had in my entire life is happening it's so weird so my next question of if you do feel like you achieved your goal going into the studio, you did because now signed to a similar label with his, these armor snakes and all that good stuff. Sorry, sorry, uh, I didn't. <laughs> I, I kind of tarled off there as I realized it was a bad question. Uh, it was just that I. So you feel like you've achieved your goal? What little goal you had as the band went into the studio? Yeah, it's like a, it was more like a live goal. I never like thought of Sergeant House when we started with Brutus, you know what I mean? It's just a label that I've been following like half of my life. And when Getty like contacted us, I like I thought I was crazy. I was like in heaven or something. I know it's so surreal. You have these bands that you listen to and you buy every record since you know like when you started listening to harder music and then when they ask you to join their label it's like unreal. I don't know. It's so weird. This is kind of just kind of me editorializing a little bit, based just as a fan of you and this other band. But I feel like a tour with you and No Spill Blood would be fantastic, because yeah, you're both um, very. I would be very happy. <laughs> yeah, you're like outliers in your genres, and it'd just be a, uh, a heavy, interesting evening. That'd be really cool. Anyway. Yeah. We're ready, so just, <laughs> they can call us. We will support them. <laughs> I'll throw a tweet at them. That usually gets things done. Um, okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, Horde 2 is the only song that carried over from the uh, the Trickbick EP, which was comprised of a mm -hmm. bunch of 7 inches, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, what made you feel like that song needed a second chance on Burst? Mm, I don't know if it was a second chance or if we needed that one for Balance the Album. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When you need a s certain type of song and we felt it was Horde 2. Like, we call it Horde 2, but it's in English it's Horde 2. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was a decision and somebody told, like, laid it on the table and the other two. I don't know which one was the first one to say something about it. But it was, like, pretty fast decided that it was a good idea to complete the album. Because we had more songs that were like newer, but we, yeah, we decided not to go for them.
That was some of Major from the Brutus EP Major slash By Julia Triptych EP. I'll have more with Stephanie momentarily, but first, this is my first band. Every musician has to start somewhere, and in this episode, the host of the X-Man podcast, guitarist for Bad Wolves, and former guitarist of God Forbid, Doc Coyle discusses his heavy metal origins. I should note this segment was pulled from an old interview I did with Doc during my college day, so some of his tenses regarding the state of God Forbid may no longer apply, as they're no longer a band. Uh, is God Forbid your first band, or did you have one prior? No, it was my, yeah, it was my first first people I ever played with. I mean, me and my brother, before we were doing the band, were um, we're just playing in our in our you know in our house, you know, playing guitar, playing along the Pantera and Slayer records, and then we through a, a a friend, we basically met up with Corey and Byron, um, and started jam- and we just went over there. And they're like five. They were like five or six years older than us. And we just went over there and started basically being a garage basement band, you know, being pretty terrible, you know, and just, you know, and, and yeah, those were the only people, we, you know, the only band I played with like my whole my whole life until lately, you know, like playing some different projects and doing cover band stuff, you know. So yeah, it's my first band. I always find it really interesting when someone's first band really takes off because I've talked to a handful of people and like, but then there's other people who've just been in every band ever, and it's 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 good for you. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know if that's is it positive or, or, or negative. I think you know, in some ways, it could probably be better for you to to, ha- to have your first few bands kind of not really hit it because then it, it gives you more perspective. You can kind of learn from your mistakes. Where we have to pretty much make all of our mistakes with this band. That was some of the single Zombie by Bad Wolves, which was released as a tribute to Dolores of the Cranberries, who was set to record that song with the band before her death. That song and more from Bad Wolves are on iTunes now. You can follow them on Facebook.com slash Bad Wolves Official. Now here's the end of my chat with Stephanie from Brutus after some of their song Horde 2 from the album Burst. On the EP and on the album, the name Julia comes up. Who is Julia? I think, no, she's no one. <laughs> it's just uh, when we wrote Julia, I just sang Julia because it felt good. And then I just kept it. It was okay for the boys, so now it's Julia. Is that just going to be a, a, myster- a mysterious character that comes up throughout the uh, future oeuvre of the band? 
Maybe. That'd be cool. That'd be very cool. It's yeah. like, uh, are you familiar with St. Vincent? Do I know St. Vincent? Yes. No. Oh, yeah, I don't listen to it, to be honest. Well, throughout her music, she has the name Johnny come up all the time, so it could be your Johnny. Okay. I will I will do it another <laughs> Julia, maybe. We will see. <laughs> uh, how did it feel learning that Lars Ulrich from Metallica was a fan? Uh that was like beyond crazy. I I thought it was a joke. Somebody we did we didn't su- saw it, and somebody said, "You know that he played your song in his radio thing." I was like, "Yeah, sure." What? <laughs> <laughs> and then it was true because he follow followed us on on Twitter. We're like, oh, "Oh my god, is this even for real?" Are you a big Metallica fan? I mean, it's kind of yeah, if you're in heavy music, at some, some point you were. They made some good songs. We can't deny that. I really, and then we went to see the show, and actually, I enjoy, I enjoyed it. Nice. So, I liked it. It's you know that's the first thing you come in contact with when you're like with harder music when you're like young, and there is an age like around twelve or thirteen. You decide, like it's not that you decided, but I decided to go for the harder music, and that's one of the first things I heard that. I came in contact with it was heavy music and then it's Slayer and then it's and so and so on and so on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's always special. I think everyone that listens to like harder music knows at least ten songs by heart from Metallica. Oh yes, like I it, it, you hit a point where it's almost like not cool to love Metallica and you <laughs> act like, but then you act like you don't. But I saw them yeah. last summer at a music festival they were headlining. And I just like it took me back to when I was fourteen and fifteen, and I just mm-hmm. knew every single word to every song, and I was loving it. So I yeah, feel like you can't really so escape cool. that. We went to the concert. Uh, he invited us. It was also crazy. And Peter's girlfriend, like our bass player, now she listens to most of the time like hip hop and stuff. But she knew every song, and she was like screaming every song. It was like she knew all the albums when she was younger, and it was so cool to see because normally. She listens like to softer music, and she was like standing there and screaming, and making like these satanic moves with your two fingers. I don't know how you call it. Oh, the, the Dio devil horn thing. Yeah. Yeah, she was like, she was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, I'm gonna ask the obnoxious fan question. Uh, do you have your eyes set on North America for a tour anytime soon, so we can see you here? I hope so, but uh, for I think we'll have to wait until the next album is ready. But um, we, yeah, that's something we want to do. So, but I can't tell you more than that I know. <laughs> that makes sense. So, all right. Well, I'm gonna wrap up with my favorite. I, go ahead. Sorry. I will say it will happen because when you believe. Sorry. No, go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted. No, tell me. Sorry. No, I was gonna. <laughs> no, no. This make what you're saying goes to the last question. What I was gonna say is for the next question. So. You're saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we all hope so, and we will see. But for now, it's just touring Europe and making a second record that's, yeah. Have you started the next record? Love. Yeah, we already started writing. Nice. All right, well, <laughs> thank you so much for talking with me. I'm glad we were able to work this out. Sorry about all the confusion and cancellations. No, it doesn't matter. Thank oh. you for the good questions. Of and course. Thank you so much for calling us. Yeah, enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.
by Brutus was released in 2017 via Sargent House Records, and the band is currently on tour with the band Stake Number 8. For more Brutus, head to their website, wearebrutus.com, and facebook.com slash wearebrutus. Now, to wrap up this episode, I am recommending the Davis, California band Here Knows When. Here Knows When are a band that are fairly new in the scene and made of professors from UC Davis. Uh, if that sounds familiar to you, have you seen the movie Lady Bird? Davis is the butt of many jokes in the film as the film is set in Sacramento and Davis is the next town over. In 2017, they released their debut EP, Lost Moon, and from that EP, here is Sliding Octaves in its entirety.
for more Here Knows When, head to facebook.com slash herenowswhen and herenowswhen.bandcamp.com. As always, if you want to talk to me, you can head to facebook.com slash farbeyondmetal. I am on Twitter at Ovacord, that's O-V-A-C-O-R-D, or you can email me at farbeyondmetaldan at gmail.com. The theme song is Far Beyond Metal by the band Strapping Young Lad from their album The New Black, courtesy of Century Media Records and Devin Townsend himself. Thank you for listening. Catbox Production.